Hi guys, welcome back to this week's episode. My name is Nimo. It's such a cold June day in Nairobi. Like the weather is doing that baby making thing it does. But this time we are strong and unmoved. So I want to say a big thank you for all the love that you showed me in the last episode. Hopefully the hyperlinked show notes worked on your end and if not please please let me know uh, via email. So today is sort of like a part 2 of what we started last week. If you have not listened to that episode, please please make your way back to it. Today's episode will not make any sense if you do not go back and listen to that one. And no this is not a ploy for you to go and listen to my episodes apana it's just that uh we started talking about um last week we talked about what getting stuck in life means and some of examples of how you feel when you get stuck in life and some of the reasons why uh we get stuck in life sometimes so today we are going to cover how then do you get yourself out of that stuck state so how do you get yourself unstuck and that's why i say that it might not today's episode might not make any big sense to you if you do not go back and listen to the other episode so i know this question i've asked myself this question a couple of times before like now you know you're stuck right So what do you do next or what do I do next? Do not worry, I got you. I got you. I'm going to let you know how you can start your journey of getting a start cuz I wouldn't come here and lie to you that this happens all at once that you wake up one morning and all of a sudden everything is okay. Sometimes it does, but it's not been like that in my case or in the case of people that I've worked with, but you might be the first person and I would love that for you. So, let's get on to today. So, how do you get yourself unstuck? How do you get yourself out of this rut? First things first. You need to start with why. And I know I'm sounding like Simon Sinek right now. I love that guy, but I've not read his book uh Start with Why. I think that's how it's called. I've not read his book, but I have listened to the youtube version of his talk where he kind of i think that's what the book is about but all in all you need to start with why and this time we're not going to start with only one why we will start with two of them because we are extra like that <laughs> anyway so you need to get to the bottom of why you are stuck So the first way that you need to come up with is why are you stuck? Ask yourself, why am I feeling stuck in life? And last week we covered a couple of things why you might be feeling stuck in life, which I got to go through quickly, probably not mention all of them. Hopefully I will. Uh one thing that I mentioned was probably you are comparing yourself uh to your peers on social media or in real life. or you just have a fear of failure a fear of uncertainty even a fear of winning that's an actual thing guys um you probably probably are living someone else's life like you're still doing what your guardians your friends your partners your parents want of you and not living like your true authentic life 
something else might be you're surrounding yourself with the wrong people or the wrong environment where the people that are around you do not evoke any motivation to do anything more with your life. Probably they are okay with where they are in life, but you feel like you want more, right? So those are just some of the examples of these things. And you need to know what your why is. And the reason why we need to figure out this first why, it's so that we can come up with a solution for it. For example, if the reason why you're feeling stuck is because you are comparing yourself to your peers or guys on social media, then you can decide to just get off social media for a while until you get things rolling in your life. Does that make sense? So a good example is me. I left social media uh, earlier this year in Feb. Actually, yes, I think in Feb or early March. I cannot quite remember, but I do know it was after my birthday. And the reason was... I don't, okay, probably I was comparing myself to people subconsciously, but social media was not bringing me any any happiness anymore. I'd get on there and I'd feel uh, bad about myself or I'd waste a lot of time on that app instead of actually doing things in my life. I was using it to distract myself, right? So I decided to get off social media by social media here. I mean Instagram because that was taking a lot of my time. I'm still on LinkedIn. I still have my Facebook accounts. I do not log on to Facebook. Um, I still have my Twitter account, but that's just for checking KPLC updates. I am really on there. I do not like Twitter at all. I feel like for me, I think it's the most negative social media platform I've ever come across. I honestly think it's the most negative, the most toxic. That's just me, guys. So I only use it for KPLC updates or when I want to get the attention of um, a customer service uh, provider of guys that I'm using. Like, for example, KPLC, Safaricom. Um, today, I actually contacted a university via Twitter and I got a much quicker response than giving them a call. So that's why I have Twitter on my end. But that is why you need to know your, your why. Why are you feeling stuck in life? And if you do not know why, do not worry. I'll still give you guys a few pointers on how you can get yourself unstuck in life. So you can try them out and see which, ones, um, which one actually works for you. The second why is why do you want to get unstuck? You need a reason. Why do you want to get unstuck? And the purpose of this second why is for motivation. Now, let me tell you guys, it's not easy getting yourself out of a hard situation. You will need all the motivation you need. You will need all the motivation you can get, sorry. And for me, I like more of an intrinsic kind of motivation uh, as opposed to extrinsic. Like I like to have my motivation come from within as opposed to without right so if the people that are motivating you from out are not there anymore then what then what keeps you going what keeps you moving it's fine to have people supporting you from the outside but you also have it also has to start with you on the inside right yeah so this second one is quite important it's going to get you going on the days that you feel like you want to give up because it might not be easy it keeps you going, guys. It's very important. Both the ways are very important. And today is quite a practical 
an episode. So what I want to do is you can pause and go figure out your why and then come back and continue to the other parts of the episode. Or you can just listen to the whole of it and then come back to it and do it practically as you move on. All right. So at this point, you need two whys. One, why you're feeling stuck. And two, why do you want to get unstuck? Okay. And then I'm going to give you guys a few pointers on how now to get unstuck in life. Okay. So this one applies for whether you found your why or not. You can use these pointers moving on. So the very first one. And this might sound a bit corny or a bit, um, like a, a bit, what can I say? A bit weird, I think. I think weird is the word. Probably not, but let's just move on. I need you to think like a child. And the reason why I say think like a child is I admire children. Like the way kids think, they're so unlimited in their thinking. They, they feel like and they know that they can achieve anything. Like their minds are not yet distorted by the, the societal limitations or the limitations of like life out here, right? So when I tell you to think like a child, I actually want you to think without limiting yourself, all right? And what do I want you to do? I want you to ask yourself this. What do I want to do with my life? Just ask yourself that question and write everything that comes to mind whether it seems outrageous, whether it seems possible, impossible, however it feels like. List all options down. List them down and then just put them in paper, however they look like, whether they look possible or impossible, right? We're thinking like children here. And I think we should do more of this even as adults. So many things would be much easier if we did not limit ourselves. Like the world people out there are already limiting you. Why limit yourself, right? Then the next thing I want you to ask yourself or to remember is what did you want to be when you were growing up? Like what was this dream that you always, always had in your mind and you felt like I'm going to be this when I grow up? And then ask yourself whether you are that person or whether you are that, whether you are that um, thing that you wanted to become. Compare where you are now and where you thought you'd be as a child, not one year ago, because sometimes we set standards for ourselves as adults that kind of, they're not right, right? But when you're a child, it's pure, it's innocent, and it's things that you can actually achieve. For example, for me, when I was growing up, I really, really wanted to, first things first, I wanted to be a doctor, and it's because I look up to my dad, who is also in the medical field. He's a medical professional, so I really wanted to be a doctor. And then my my dreams kind of changed along the way, but I still felt close to, you know, uh, that field. I ended up doing a medical degree as well, and I still want to pursue something that is closely related for uh, my master's. So it's it's almost, you you can almost say that my dream has come to realization one way or another because I wanted to be a doctor. That was very narrowed down. I ended up in the same uh, field, but not quite a doctor, right? And I'm actually happy with what I did. I, if, if things were turned back, I don't think I'd want to be a medical doctor anymore. I like the trajectory of my life right now and the kind of career choices that I'm making for myself. So that's, that's good enough for me. 
But this is not about me, guys. It's about you. So what did you want to do to to be or to do growing up? Another thing I wanted to do is have like a charity foundation. I love helping people. So I love doing charitable stuff. And this is something that I remembered the other day and it brought me so much joy. And it just confirmed or validated that this is something that I'm actually supposed to do in this lifetime. Right? So get back to your thoughts as a child. What did you want to be? Are you that person? Do you still have the same feelings, good feelings when you think about yourself becoming that thing? Okay? That might be your way out of getting unstuck. The second thing I want you... The second point uh, in getting yourself unstuck in life is identify your authentic self. You remember back in last week's episode, we said... Uh, if at all you're not living your authentic life, you're not living a life that you've chosen for yourself, but something that someone else has chosen for you, whether consciously or subconsciously, because sometimes we live out people's dreams and goals without even knowing it, right? And one thing I like asking myself is, are these goals that I'm setting for myself my own, or am I doing them for someone else? All right, that might help. That might help uh, wake your mind and just realize whether you're living for you or for someone else. And I also mentioned that it's so hard for you to pursue something that you don't even know where it is. So if you do not know what your authentic self is and wants, then you will still remain at that point because you don't know where to go. Does that make sense? Hopefully it does. So identify your authentic self and... I'd say this, how I, how I managed to identify what I want to do with my life or what my authentic self is. First of all, let me just mention, this is not something that you do once and forget. It's a journey and it's a self-awareness journey, right? You discover yourself every single day. And that's just so exciting for me because I love learning myself. So figure out what you're good at. What matters to you? What values matter to you? What kind of work is meaningful to you? All right. What are your strengths? What kind of life do you want to live? What kind of a partner are you looking for in life? Because we say even getting stuck in relationships is a thing, right? What kind of a partner do you want in life? All right. Take on a self-awareness journey. Learn yourself. There are thousands of tools online that you can use in your self-awareness journey. The first one that actually helped me out was the MBTI personality type test. And I know that guys do not like this test because it's kind of, they say that it doesn't sound um, legit or it doesn't sound actually legit, yes, or logical to put every single person in the world into 16 categories. Yeah, into 16 categories. And I agree with you guys. I agree. Everyone is unique in their own different kind of way. But I'll say this. I approve that that test does give you one, two, three, four, or even 20 pointers about who you are. Because once I took that test and I identified my personality type, so many things in my life made sense from that point onwards. And I'd say that was a turning point, a, a turning point sorry, for me. I don't know where... I'd be at this point if I didn't take that test. Probably still lost. Probably I'd have found another way. But do what works for you, okay? Learn your temperament. Learn uh, the kind of jobs that you are probably good at, all right? Learn your attachment styles. 
how do you how do you what kind of people do you attract in your love life what is your attachment like okay learn those things when you about yourself and then start living your authentic life the that point um Actually, back, let's dial it back to learning your authentic self. Another question that I want you to ask yourself is, what things do you get lost in while doing them? Like, what are those things that when you start doing them, it's like time stands still, all right? Like, you do not feel tired. You don't even feel like hours have passed, right? Things that just make you happy. Write those things down and start doing them more often, Okay, if it's painting, singing, dancing, whatever it is, guys, just figure that out. All right. And remember that the brain, the human brain loves questions. So if you post these questions to yourself, your brain is going to work even subconsciously to look for the answers to these things. Okay, so start by asking yourself these questions. I'd also suggest journaling that has worked for me. It has just, just writing out whatever is in your mind. You realize you pour out more than you, than you thought you had in your mind. Okay. On to the third point. You need to change your perspective on failure and fear. If you want to get unstuck in life, you need to change your perspective on failure and fear. For me, I believe that we do not really fail. We either succeed or we learn and then we come back better, all right? So if you think about failure in quotes like that, because failure doesn't really exist for me. I believe there is no failure. It's either I win or I succeed. Then it becomes less scary to, to try out new things, all right? And I'd ask that you try out with smaller things and then get on to the big stuff, okay? If you're afraid that if you probably say... um start a podcast today it's gonna that you're gonna fail in it how about you just shoot the first episode and then post it out there and then see what happens okay stop thinking about the whole entire season or the whole entire podcast life just start with the very first episode all right and for fear one thing i believe about fear as well is that fear does not really exist Unless you give it the power to. Okay? So we feed situations fear. And that's why we have fearful situations. Or things that you're actually afraid of. If you face your fears, they cease to exist, guys. They just cease to exist. Can you imagine something that you are afraid of as a child? And as a grown-up, you don't probably fear it anymore. Chances are, you face that thing and then it stops scaring you anymore. All right, I'll give you an example. So let's say that there's a road that you don't actually use when you're going home. Or let's say when you're going home, yes? Or when you're going to the shop or you're when you're taking a walk. Because it just looks scary. And then one day you decide that you're going to use that road and see, and, and see for yourself whether the feeling of fear is actually there for a legit reason or not. So you use the road and then you realize that it's not as scary as you thought. Chances are, and I bet 100% on this, using that road again will not be a problem for you because you faced your fears and you've realized that nothing wrong happened. You just give yourself courage. When you face your fears, you give yourself courage. And note that I do not mean that you put yourself in dangerous situations so that you can 
uh, let go of your fear, guys. At the end of the day, use your wisdom. You can't jump off a building just to prove that there's like to 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 prove that your fear of heights does not exist and you haven't taken any precautions, guys. Use wisdom, but then at the end of the day, fear, failure, they do not really exist. We give power into these situations, and this is why they actually exist. Uh, the fourth thing that you can do to get yourself unstuck is get out of your comfort zone. And how do you do this? For me, when I want to get out of my comfort zone, I do something new that I wouldn't normally do. Okay? So for me, I I don't know whether I've mentioned this before, but I am an introvert. And when I'm in a social setup, I would rarely talk to anyone. I'll just be seated in my own place, just vibing alone. And this is true, especially when I do not know anyone in such a setup, okay? So for me, I try to get over that fear by talking to to someone, to a stranger, something that I wouldn't normally do. And that's for me getting out of my comfort zone. It just increases my courage and shows me that I'm capable of doing these things that are not things that I will need to normally do. I'll give you another example. I was so scared of standing in front of people and talking, right? So what did I do? I went ahead and looked for a career, guys. I I laugh each time I just think about this. I went out and looked for a job that required me to be in front of people on a daily basis talking to them. And not just like this uh, podcast, no. An actual training job. Right, And I've done that for quite a while, over one year. And I'd say the fear of me standing in front of people and presenting something, it's barely there. It's, actually, it's, it's there, but it will never stop me from doing my thing. You get, like, it's not as big as it used to. I do feel a bit of nerves when I stand up in front of a group of people. But then as soon as I start speaking, it just all goes away. It's not the same as before. So today, get get out of your comfort zone. Do something that you wouldn't normally do and see your confidence and trust in yourself just blow up. The fifth thing that I would want you to do is talk to someone. Just talk to someone. Have a conversation with someone. I've realized that I get the biggest, biggest aha moments when in conversations, whether with friends or colleagues, right? So... I like to believe that we all have the answers that we seek within us, but sometimes we just want to hear them from someone else, okay? Like, you always know what you want to do, but then the, the, it's the, what is it called? The, the will to do those things is strengthened when you hear them from someone else. So I love having conversations with people, especially my best friend. We have, like, we talk for hours and hours and hours on phone. And I keep telling her that every time we talk, it feels like I'm just coming off a therapy session because I come off with a lot of insight about problems that I'm going through. I all of a sudden have solutions and she didn't even have to say anything to me. Just listen and vibe with me and then the answers just come into my head. So have a conversation with someone, talk to someone. It can be, if you do not have friends or you do not have people that you trust like that, then you can pay a professional, talk to a therapist, talk to a coach, talk to, just talk to a professional, all right? And I promise you, you're going to get the insight that you need to move forward with your life. The sixth point is you need to change your environment. You remember in the last episode, I said 
it could be that the people that you're surrounding yourself with are stagnated and that's why you also feel stagnated, okay? So, I will need you to seek out people that motivate you. I do not, I do not uh, recommend people just cutting off friends or family just like that, all right? But have a conversation with the people that are around you. Tell them your your feelings, how you're feeling about things. And if they're not ready to change, then you can go ahead and, and cut them off then. But I do not recommend cutting people off just like that without having the conversations with them, okay? And I also do not recommend you keeping people around that do not motivate you or are toxic to you or are negative to you. I strike a balance between those two. But I wouldn't cut off anyone without having without me having a conversation with them, okay? That's just me, guys. That's just me. It's something that I've learned growing up. It gets harder and harder to make friends as you become an adult. So I'm very careful with the connections I make and the connections that I cut. If I can save a relationship, a friendship, I'm going to do it. But if at all I voice my problems and people are not willing to change, then I just let them go respectfully. Respectfully, guys. I do not burn bridges. I do not recommend you to burn any bridges either, okay? Just send them off with love. Send them off with love. Um, Your environment, guys, can also be where you stay, whatever surrounds you. Like, I'll give you an example. Uh, the house that I currently live in, and I feel like this is TMI, <laughs> but I also feel like I have shared this with you guys in this podcast before. I've lived here for quite a long time. Guys, I'm talking years. This could be my fifth year in my house. And it got to a place where my house doesn't get me excited anymore. You know, like I've always felt like I need a new environment. But the problem is I have not found an, a new environment or a new house or a new apartment that kind of elicits that kind of positive emotion in me. I'm very choosy about where I live and whatever surrounds me. So yes, my house does not really bring the fire like it used to before, but I've um, I've not gotten a place that kind of makes me feel like this is exactly what I want. So I'm trusting God, I'm trusting the universe that soon I'm going to get uh, my dream space and I will move and I'm going to start off, not start off my life, of course I'm still living my life, I'm not waiting until I get another place to live. I'm still living my life, but I'm hopeful that God is bringing the new environment to me and it's getting closer and closer and closer to me every day, right? So also check on your actual environment, the things that surround you, people that surround you, and the things that surround you, not just people, okay? And on to my last point. For you to get unstuck, you need to watch and work on your mindset and self-talk, okay? Observe your mindset. What kind of a mindset do you have? Is it a growth mindset or a fixed mindset? A fixed mindset, it just basically says, I'm stuck in this situation. There's nothing I can do that would change it, okay? But a growth mindset says that, I'm in this situation right now. I know things can get better and I'm going to start doing something today to make those things get better, Okay? So what kind of mindset do you have? Do you feel doomed by your situation, like nothing can get better? Or are you still hopeful that things can get better for you? 
And when it comes to your self-talk, observe how you talk to yourself. Are you negative or are you positive? Do you say things like, I cannot, I do not, I never, um, I struggle with, all these things. Let me tell you guys, I always thought that I was kind to myself until I decided to intentionally listen to the things that I say about myself, to myself, and even think to myself and about myself. And I was shocked, guys. I was super shocked. There was a lot of negativity there. And it kind of put me down even without me knowing it. Okay? So when you put yourself down, you feel stuck. Like there's nothing you're good at. There's nothing you can do that will ever succeed. Okay? So observe your mindset. Observe your self-talk. And if it's negative, then change it to a positive. I'm going to do... Uh, either a series or um, an episode on mindsets and self-talk hopefully hopefully soon and we can get we, we can just um, dive deeper into that in a future episode so guys those are six seven points actually think like a child identify your authentic self change your perspective on failure and fear get out of your comfort zone talk to someone change your environment Work on your mindset and observe your self-talk. Seven points that I am 100% positive that they are going to help you get out of a rat or get you unstuck in life. So I am so grateful for you guys for joining me in this session today. I'm going to give you guys a bit of a homework. I know the whole episode was a practical one and I hope that you took notes. You wrote something down that is going to help you. But I just want to read something out to you that I came across and I felt it kind of gave me chills on my body, right? I take in words so much. That's why I will keep on saying that some words give me chills. Like, I, I think I'm very feely when it comes to words and, and, and sounds and all these things, okay? So I read something that kind of gave me the chills. And this is it. So the number one regret of the dying is I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. That's the number one regret of the dying. Your fear should not be of failure or what people will think or say about you. It should be the regret of unfulfilled dreams on your deathbed. The fact that your life is almost over and you have not honored even half of your dreams and you have to die knowing it's all because of choices you made or did not make, that's a very tough thing to come in terms with. But let me tell you this, most people on their deathbeds regret things they did not do more than things they did, okay? So if there are things that you have done that you have regretted, I like to tell myself that I was testing things out to see what's good for me, okay? But do not die with a dream in you. If you have an intuition, an urge to do something, if it's not self-harming or harming anyone around you or the environment, okay, then go ahead and do it. You don't want to keep wondering what would have become of me if I decided one thing. There's one thing that I hate is regret. Like it just makes me sick to my stomach thinking that at 85 years, I'm going to look back and regret things that I did not do in life. Like maybe I had, um, I had these 
urge to maybe take a culinary class, which I do actually, and I did not do it. Like that would just kill me. It would just be, I don't even want to think about it. So I'm also trying to put myself more out there and doing things that come to my mind and praying to God and praying that these things are actually of God and not any other, you know, negative place, right? If it's in my mind, I'd like to believe that God placed it there and it's worthy me trying it out, okay? So do something today. Do something today for yourself. Do something new. Wake up. Take charge of your life. Don't fear what people are going to say about you. Only go with your God. If you don't believe in God, then whatever you believe in, then go with that. Go with the feeling that that supreme thing brings in your heart. All right? So what I want you to do after this episode, apart from just going through and using it as a practical session, I want you guys to do this i want you to write down what you are willing to stop doing okay for you to get out of this rat or for you to get unstuck in life right one thing or two things that you're willing to stop doing another thing that you're willing to start doing to move you forward right and decide on the smallest single step you can take today into a new direction Right. So three things. What are you willing to stop doing? What are you willing to start doing? And what is the smallest single step you can take into a new direction? All right. Easy peasy. You can sit with it for a whole week. You can sit with it for a day. I I, I recommend meditating on it because I, fi- I feel like that's how I get most of my answers. But if that doesn't work for you, you can try gently and you can just try it sitting. Do whatever works for you. Just do whatever works for you. All right? But make sure that you actually do it. So I will see you guys next week. Again, check on the show notes. You can ask me any question through the Google form that I have attached in the show notes. You can talk to me via my email. I've also attached it in the show notes. And yeah, you can also request for more information on me being your personal coach via email. I'll send you all the details that you need moving forward. But guys, I appreciate you. Your presence is felt in this episode and in all my episodes. And I just want to say thank you for always being here with me, for listening to me. And I hope that you actually learn something from these episodes. All right. So until next time, which is hopefully next week, love and light.